Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. From me, Julia Abrams, your new host for the Youth Hour, Learning to Lead on VOC 91.3. Wow, subhanallah, there's so much, there's so much to get through on this jam-packed hour. So I'll start with wishing everyone a joyous and blessed Eid Mubarak if you are celebrating today, much like my family and I. Um, speaking about my family, I just really need to wish them, give them a special shout out to my Abrams and Khan family all the way in Hormay State. Enjoy and shukran so much for the continuous love and support. To all the Hujaj, may the Hajj be accepted, may they gain maximum reward, and may we all find ourselves on the plane of Arafah one day, inshallah. This is my first time as a host, so inshallah it will be a success, and we are all in this together with my two lovely ladies in studio. But before we get to that, um, the topic on the table today is, do you have fears that wearing hijab could be the cause of not finding a husband? Or do you see hijab like a male repellent? Or the famous one, do you think that hijab is something you'll only wear once you get married? If you are thinking yay or nay, listen up as we address these issues, get some answers and look at other related issues on today's topic. We welcome our guests in our, in our panel, three, four actually gorgeous ladies in studio today, mashallah. The first one being um, Amber Skitter, who is a new Muslim who reverted two years ago, mashallah. We also have Nazira Fakir, who is studying at CPUT at the moment. And we also have Bashira, who is an Islamic studies student. I think she's doing HIF. And we also have another lady in studio, support, like support. And she will be introducing herself shortly. Okay, Assalamu alaikum, ladies. Please give us an in-depth intro of yourself. Assalamu I'm Nazira Fakir. Um, I'm a CPUT student. I'm doing construction management, and I've recently started wearing hijab. Oh, and to Amber Skitter, if she can just. Assalamu alaikum. Um, as you mentioned, I've reverted. It's two years officially, but unofficially for a year before. And um, I haven't exactly taken to hijab from the get go, so it's been a slow and hard journey into it. Nice. And then we also have Bashira, she's just, are you studying here, Bashira? Yes, I am. It's okay, mashallah. Is what year are you? Are you First year. First year, mashallah. We also have a supporting studio for Amber Skitter, if you can just say her name. Uh, I'm Alicia Engelbracht, and been Muslim for about five years now. Mashallah. But only been practicing properly for the last two years, alhamdulillah. We are going to take a break quickly and... Okay, we're going to take five minutes and we're just going to go around the table and just talk about hijab, just dip our toe into the water before we get to the hard topics. So what do you see um, hijab as, Nazira? Um, what do I see hijab as? I see it as protection. I see it as Allah's blessing on us because as women, we like to we like to look and feel beautiful all the time. And I think it's just... Allah's way of protecting us from becoming haughty and yes, arrogant yes. and um, just helps us yes. to maintain modesty. And Amber, um, I like your viewpoint because you were you only are in the fall of Islam for two years now. So how did you see hijab before and how do you see it now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, very honestly. Yeah. I hated hijab. Okay. I had no idea how to do it. Yeah. Loved Islam, but I, I just didn't ever think I would get into hijab. And alhamdulillah, yeah. I am. But for Mashallah. me, I think hijab. If I had to put it in a sentence, 
is an invitation to grow, not only personally but spiritually. Yeah, definitely, mashallah. And to Bashira, we have an ikabi in the studio as well, so we've got plenty <laughs> of different viewpoints. We've got some, we've got a revert and we've got a hijabi, and all hijabis actually, but um, Bashira is an ikabi. So, what is your viewpoint on hijab? Um, I see hijab as a protection from Allah and as a gift, and also hijab and ikab is this, uh, I think it has a flag. Islam. Mashallah, like an identification yes. of Islam, yeah, mashallah. Yes. Okay, and then we're also thinking about um, if the supporter of Amber could just speak about her fold of Islam. Also another viewpoint, she's also a revert, so it's brilliant viewpoints from all sides, mashallah. Um, for me, uh, hijab um, was probably the biggest turn of my life. Um, it's actually funny because I started wearing the hijab before I was even Muslim. Oh, well, but um, alhamdulillah, I think it w- if it wasn't for me trying it out before I became a Muslim, I probably might have never accepted Islam. Oh, well. So even though my brother gave me a lot of dawah, uh, the hijab like completed it for me and made me like want to be Muslim even more because I understood the beauty behind it. Are you alone in the hijab thing? Are all your friends wearing it? Are your family wearing it? Are you alone? Did you have to do it alone, basically? I did not have to do it alone, okay. alhamdulillah. Um, I would say about half of the people I know, half of the okay, women mashallah. wear it. Yeah, and I would call it maybe part-time hijabis. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, alhamdulillah, yeah. the support is there. Nice, alhamdulillah. Yeah. And yeah. uh, to Bashira, like the niqab, where did you start wearing niqab? Why the niqab is, you know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, um, it's my second year niqab. Okay, mashallah. And I got inspired by a few friends and family. Okay. And, um... Just basically, and you wear salat top. Yes, full time niqab. Yes, mashallah. Okay, and then we were. So the topic today is: Are males repelled by hijabis or niqabis? Do they take preference over non-hijabis uh, over hijabis? So we were thinking, um, when you get married. It's almost like you can now get fat, you can now let loose, we now do the hajj plans, get pregnant, start the hijab. What is your viewpoint about only putting the hijab on after marriage or before dating the guy accepted you without it? What is your viewpoint on wearing the hijab after marriage? Who are you asking? Abba, Abba. <laughs> okay. Um, I think it's a hard one for me to answer because obviously I'm a woman and I'm not a male. But I think for me, something that I've noticed coming in is that why is hijab tied to getting married? Exactly. There are two separate issues. And I'd argue that hijab is a very personal journey for a Muslim and it's something that you need to tackle apart from getting married. Um, And if you are only putting it on after marriage, I mean, I'm... I have no space to judge. Exactly, yeah. But I, I think it just comes down to your intention and where you are with your relationship with Allah and the level of faith that you're busy working on. Yeah, mashallah. We will hold on to that thought and everybody can give the answers for that. So we'll just break for ads. Be back right after this. The Youth Hour. For the youth. By the youth. On 91.3 FM Stereo. 
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah and welcome back. I am your host, Divya Abrams, on our program Youth Hour, Learning to Lead on VOC 91.3. Remember, you can send an SMS to 47913 or call us on 021-442-3530 or even use our Twitter handle. It is at VOCFM. On Youth Hour today, we are focusing on hijab and whether it is a male repellent or to a potential suitor. We will be unpacking it all out with my two ladies, in, with my four ladies in studio, actually. But before we go to that, we will be playing a clip about we went around town and we asked opinions by youth, and the clip is going to play shortly. Take a listen. I'm going to eight, and I'm 15 years old. I think boys will like girls with scarves. I'm 15 and in grade nine. I think boys prefer girls without a scarf because they're more attractive to them. I think they look at you different when you wear a scarf in a bad way. Like, not all boys like girls not wear a scarf. Way, um, depending on um, your religion, if you look at a girl that has a scarf, you will um, think more pure of her than any other girl without a scarf. Because that you can see she's um, someone that is taught and knows her ways. Girls who wear scarves, especially in teenagers, I think it's, I find it a bit more respectable because I feel like it shows that they hold on to their beliefs. And that's really, you know, classy in the girl. The fact that she knows she holds her beliefs, she knows what she stands for, and yeah, obviously you would you would approach her a bit differently because obviously you're gonna know she has those standards compared to one who doesn't. But that's just me. A girl wears a scarf, especially a Muslim girl, that the guy would respect her more because she respects herself and to cover herself. And perhaps a Muslim guy to her as she has more respect to cover up or it's just for her husband then to prove herself to her husband one day. And then for some girls, if you're not wearing a scarf, a guy wouldn't like it because some guys are all about nudity where you have to show yourself, you have to show skin in order for a guy to like you. But as from my point of view, I think that girls with scarves, some of them look very nice, they look beautiful with it and it suits them. And it shows that they respect themselves more and their bodies as well. I've never worn a scarf for the sake of a guy. Even if if a guy told me to wear it, I wouldn't wear it. But I would wear it because I want to. I don't wear a scarf because people force me to. Because I'm not doing it for other people. I'm doing it for myself and the person I believe in. As a young Muslim woman in my early 20s, I do hope to get married one day, inshallah. I have noticed that young men my age are generally more drawn to young women who are more westernized and who do not wear hijab. And at times, I do worry, and I do wonder if anyone will take an interest in me. Whenever this happens, though, I tell myself that the right man, which Allah has intended for me, will see me because of the way that I carry myself. And I wouldn't want to be noticed just because of my dress code, just like any other woman, generally speaking. Hijab or no hijab? My radio station... Your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. The following are two youth perspectives of hijab. I was tired of being perpetually judged offhand. I said I was tired of being a brand ambassador for Islam. I told myself, true hijab is all over modesty. And this was simply my first evolving with age the answer if I'm being completely honest with myself is because I was at the whims of my own desires 
My face, meaning my iman, felt ground down to nothing. The balloon of my face had burst, and the hijab felt like paper mache, a shell over emptiness. I think I look prettier without it. There's that too. I'm a vain creature. I'm getting older in the almost thirty age range. If I'm not married by thirty, my life is over, allegedly. This scarf, which highlighted the moon of my face, seemed to highlight every growing imperfection upon its surface. When I was a girl wearing hijab, everyone thought I was older than what I really was. Now I just feel old wearing it. To me, there's nothing like the feeling of a waterfall of smooth, silky hair framing my face, softening my features. Once again, vanity. It seemed to be easy to wear it. My cohort throughout university. Were other Muslim girls like myself who wore hijab? I felt like part of something, banded together against the world. I had few friends who didn't wear it. It was like not so secret handshake into an exclusive club. Even if I didn't pray, or fast, or do anything to feed my own soul, the Buoyancy of what I perceived to be the face of my friends kept my practice intact, like how you can see a black hole from the starlight that encircled it. A shell is just a shell if there is nothing loving inside to animate it. I graduated and entered the real world, a place that I had been told was very difficult. I was the only one in hijab where I worked. Everyone was perfectly nice to me. No one ever made me feel uncomfortable for wearing a headscarf. That being said, I couldn't help the feeling of disappointment when the shimmer of someone's cardigan out of the corner of my eye piqued my hope for a split second because I thought it was a woman in hijab. There were no other Muslims around me to prop up my iman. I crave that sense of belonging. My only dilemma is that I did and still do crave it from people around me. Eventually, I stopped wearing it. I remember driving into work feeling somewhat naked without it, and vulnerable and scared. I called one of my co-workers from the car, my voice trembling to let him know, so that they wouldn't be surprised. He reassured me, even choking, that I would stick out because they all chose that day to start wearing hijab. It felt good to laugh. I hung up the phone and wiped my tears. I was curious too. I felt like I was embarking on a great experimental adventure. Would not wearing hijab 
Kainite Axis into an exclusive workplace club. Would it make me happy? Would it solve all my problems? The answer is no, because you can't be considered part of anything until you are it, and it is you, down to the marrow of your bones. Not wearing hijab brought its own set of issues, like no one offering me the Islamic greeting of Assalamu alaikum, peace be upon you, when they saw me in public. One windy day, my hair got caught in the door of my car. When I used to wear hijab outside, I would daydream about feeling the breeze in my hair. The reality was I kept my car window rolled up and the aircon running because I didn't want to mush up all my work. I got tired of fighting against the current. I'm extremely non-confrontational. I didn't like being judged or weighed or quantified because of hijab. For now, it's just easier not to wear it. It's easier to look cute in clothes and work out. Actually have some decolletage and feeling pretty. It's easier for people to smile at me. Broad and unrestrained, tainted, not my suspicion. I hope... I will choose to wear it again one day. I hope when I do, it will be for a purpose greater than pleasing human beings, including myself. We look at the second perspective. Wearing hijab at school. My story. When did I start wearing it? It was completely by my own choice. My parents never pushed me to. No one did, in fact. Two people I'm related to and close to wear hijab. And they were my motivation, along with a friend from another state. Before I had told myself I'd start wearing it when I was in 11th grade, which extended to when I got married. Surprisingly, I started before all of those. The exact moment that I had chosen to wear it was when my relatives, including a cousin I'm very, very close to, who was visiting from Pakistan, were going to the mosque for Friday prayer. And of course, you have to wear hijab at mosque. So as I was putting my hijab on, definitely this time, I put it on the way my cousin did, which isn't the same as how I wore it. My color, my aunt, came into my room to borrow a hairbrush. She commented, Oh, Farah, hijab suits you so well, and then left. All of a sudden, I just accepted it. I stared at myself in my vanity mirror and slowly said, I'm going to start wearing hijab now. My cousin, incredibly shocked, squealed, What, Farah, are you serious? I considered it for a few seconds. Then with more confidence replied, Yeah, I will. After all, there are people at school who wear it. I mean, it can't be too bad, and I like it. Then for some reason, we both got teary-eyed and hugged each other. This story is funny to me because a few weeks prior to it happening, I had a dream that me and that same Kyla were going hijab shopping. 
I chose a pink hijab, and then I woke up. So when I told her about this dream, she custom made me a pink hijab from Pakistan, and that was the hijab I chose to wear the very next day. Reactions at school: If you start before entering high school, chances are you won't be as nervous as you will have a base. You'll still have friends who have known you with your hijab, and then you'll make more friends. Of course, it will get repetitive answering the same questions again with your new friends. Starting during high school, like me, people will tend to ask you lots of questions, and friends who haven't already given a heads up to will be surprised. Some people will take a few seconds to realize who you are, and others won't even notice it. And treat you the exact same way. You might even get a few congrats, and if you're lucky, people will tell you they respect and admire you, which is very humbling. Many people were confused as why I had started this year, and others missed my hair. Ha <laughs> ha! Help! I'm scared. Don't be. I can't exactly speak for myself, but pretty much all schools and students accept it. There's only five other hijabis at my school out of two thousand plus students, and no one says anything bad. Honestly, don't worry about it. If it's something you want to do when you start, have faith in Allah. He will give you courage, and if you don't care so much what people think versus what he thinks. Then you will have others not notice it as much or give you looks. He will give you strength. Trust me. Trust in Allah. I was very very nervous when I first started. I barely knew how to put it on, since I didn't have much practice. Finding matching hijabs or outfits became a chore at times. And sometimes I even began contemplating about how my life would be without hijab. I truly think I've gained morally and spiritually since wearing hijab. I'm not sure if others also feel this way, but I feel closer to God ever since I've started hijab. Trust me, there's nothing to it. The first day might be stressful, but it gets better. If you choose to wear hijab, congratulations! I'm so very proud of you. And that was our two perspectives of hijab. Assalamualaikum. That was the clip you were listening to—a clip of public opinions about hijab when we went out and about in the towns and asked everybody, males and females, their opinions and viewpoints. There's also a clip by Sara Abrahams. So when we come back. We're gonna go for adverts now. When we come back, we will talk more with our ladies in studio. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape. 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 The Youth Hour, for the youth, by the youth, on ninety-one point three FM Stereo. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi. Welcome back. I am your host, Julia Abrams, on our program, Youth Hour: Learning to Lead, on VOC on 91.3. Remember, you can send an SMS to 47913 or call us on 021 442 3530. 
Our topic today is the famous question of the famous female wadi of is with if I do wear hijab, am I depending Su- um, male suitors, potential male suitors. We are in studio today with four beautiful ladies, mashallah. We have Alicia, Bashira, Nazira, and um, Amber in studio. They are talking today and we're just having a roundtable discussion. So, Amber, I was going to ask you um, do you think there is a bunch of obsession about hijab? Um. Too much, too little, people. Is that the only thing they focus on I think when they look at a female, basically? I think if I take it from my experience of coming into Islam, it's it's always there. People put it on the table from the get-go. There is a focus on it, but a lot of it is about getting into hijab. Not a lot of it is around how you stay in hijab yeah, and why you should do hijab, which I think is an issue. Okay. We have a caller online, so we can just talk to her. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam, khafida Turiya. You are doing a wonderful show. She and so doing much. so well for the oh. first time. I just had to let you know. She can't so much, Auntie. She can't. That's a beautiful shukran for the program. Oh, shukran so much. Okay, okay, that, that really made me breathe a bit better. Okay, shukran <laughs> so much for the caller. Okay, we are we are continuing to um, we're gonna ask Nazira. Um, do you think you look older with hijab? Do you think, as the clip played, as we did look at the clip, and the the girl did talk about how you look like a granny now, and people say, oh, you're now wearing a dookie, stop wearing that, you long skirts, whatever. Do you feel you feel um, not so young or hip or fashionable? I think initially when I started wearing hijab, I did feel like it made me look a lot older. Yeah. But I think that's also because um, of how it made how it made me feel and how it affected my mood because it's a new thing um you're not so used to uh you can't rely on your hair to beautify you anymore you're really just stuck with the scarf and um i think as time went on um i felt a bit better wearing it and with that, my mood lightened up, and oh. definitely those things, your mood, that's what makes yeah. you look older. Yes, much more than nude on the faces today. I, oh my gosh, guys, I really wish you could see. So stunning, mashallah. But I was also thinking, um, it is also where you act with yourself, like self-confidence. Um, do you really need your hair and the, all the do's that go with it? Do you really need that to make yourself feel better, you know? The self-confidence, it's definitely a major issue. Yes. Um, really tested when you do you, wear hijab. And I think that's the beauty of wearing hijab, yeah. is that once you overcome that, uh, you feel really comfortable, you feel comfortable with yourself, you feel comfortable in your ibadah and doing things for the sake of Allah. Okay. And, um, yeah. Yeah. That's definitely, mashallah. Um, to um, Alicia, like, do you think... Being a bit yourself, um, if you put two two Muslimas together, a hijabi and a non-hijabi, do you think that if a male had to choose between the two, what do you think their viewpoints would be? Is hijab the male repellent? Um, I don't think it is a male repellent in the sense that it depends on what the guy is like. If he's coming from a very westernized background with a lot of westernized in um like uh influence yeah. then 
he would obviously go for someone that is rather uncovered. But if the guy is coming from a good bringing up background with the family yeah, Islamically, then he will obviously be more respectful and choose someone that's covered and prefer someone that's covered because he knows that they respect themselves more yeah. and that they understand the beauty behind the covering because they're keeping that beauty obviously for their husbands as well. Because yeah. that's obviously one of the reasons for hijab, so they would respect that side of it. So I think it just depends on the male as an individual and yeah. the lady as well and what she would want to choose as a husband. So it's not just the guy choosing, it's the girl that has to choose yes, as well. Yes, exactly. So. Okay, there's also um, feminists around the world. There is also the very popular comment that the Queen of Jordan had made about when she was on Oprah, she said, um, comment, um, like, don't don't refer to me up to what is on my head rather think about what's in my inside my head so what do you think about that the feminist and they say rather take the hijab off take it or leave it or don't define yourself by hijab but you think that islam and hijab for muslims is synonymous or um i think it is but for me when i when you said that now i can't help but think that it's it's kind of sad in a way that feminists are grabbing onto hijab and either doing it or don't doing it. Because yeah. for me, it's either side of it. You're rebelling against the society's ideals of what the gender roles are um, and perception out there, especially being driven down by the media. Yes. For yeah. me, when you're talking about hijab, it's not about gender roles. Yeah. It's about your faith and your deen and obeying Allah. And, I mean, you can still be a very strong woman and okay. be in hijab. I don't think it detracts from that at all. Yes. Yes, it does. Um, then we also was thinking that um, there are plenty of hijabis out there. If you're on any social media, hijabis have clearly taken over with millions and millions of fans or admirers, for lack of a better word, that are making it big in the world because of hijab styling. Do you believe that hijab is only about styling like like Nazira said about you feeling old so you dress it up a bit to make yourself feel better but some people dress it up for attraction is it contradictory to what the hijab is all about uh, I think it's yes I know I mean just because you're in hijab doesn't mean that you can't try and look beautiful that you aren't beautiful yeah um, I do think that it is a slippery slope though sure. you know you have to find where your yeah. line is I mean when is too much makeup too much yeah. um, because at the end of the day you're not supposed to be a center for attention so I think you just have to figure out what the balance is and what you're comfortable with. Yes, exactly. Nazira, what do you think about attracting too much attention with the styling? Um, I also think that almost defeats the purpose of hijab. Yeah. Uh, because it's it's there to guide us and to help us yeah. maintain. It's not just a physical modesty, but um, modesty of your character. Yeah. Um, I think if you're just doing it to make yourself feel better, then uh, go ahead and do it. But also, yeah, yeah. know where your line is. Yes. Um, Amber, because you are in the fold of Islam for two years, I wanted to ask you, what is your struggle with... Did you have a struggle with hijab? Is it still an uh, uphill battle? Or have you... What is oh, your... Man, I'm <laughs> <piece of hijab. laughs> I think the first time I put it on, I was sitting at home in front of a mirror and I literally cried. It was the yeah. ugliest woman alive in hijab. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh, guys, you should really see her. Gosh, she is stunning. Um, 
Um, for me, yeah, like I still battle with it. I mean, yeah. I have got a scar on my head, and it, it yes. took a lot of work on the inside. Yeah. I mean, I think you need to understand that if you're battling with your scarf, you really are dealing with a bit of an ego yeah. issue, which, if you really unpack, is a bit of arrogance about how you look. Yeah. Um, and it's hard. It's hard to get over that. I mean, I still have days where I battle. I mean, I'll still have like skinny jeans on yeah. and a long top, and so that's still yeah. in me, and I probably always yeah. will have it. I mean, I only went in this year. You know, so it's not something I took to very quickly. Um, I wish I had, but sadly, yeah. it took yes. me a while. Sure. Oh, Nazira, you did go into hijab recently, like super recent. So, did you have also? Do you also have struggles? I do. I still am practicing to just maintain consistency, um, not just in wearing the scarf, but how I wear the scarf and yes. the clothes that goes with sure. it. Because yes. hijab isn't just the headscarf, the headscarf is basically just a headscarf. Yeah. And hijab is the loose fitting, everything else that goes with as it. As well as the your hijab. behavior. Yes, it definitely is. Yes. Um, your adab, the way you carry yourself. I think initially what kept me away from hijab was that I'd have to limit certain behavioral uh, characteristics. Yes. And I, I didn't, I, was, I don't think I was ready to let go of certain things. And that's why I think I stayed away from hijab. In a sense, that's kind of a bad thing because you're staying away from hijab. Yes. But at the same time, it's out of respect for hijab because you have to... Yes. You're representing uh, all the other women, exactly. all the other Muslim women. And um, you need to know and be conscious of how you carry yourself. Yes, mashallah. Right after this, we're going to come back. We're just going to break for ads quickly. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. 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 The Youth Hour. For the youth. By the youth. On 91.3 FM Stereo. And welcome back to our Youth Hour Learning to Lead. I'm your host, Julia Abrams. Before the break, we're speaking about the ever-popular female discussion and major worry of, will he like me if I'm a hijabi? So, ladies, um, I was thinking to Bashira, she is a niqabi and she is actually married. So, but what is, did you have, did you have fears that your niqab would limit you to finding a husband? No, I never ever had fears because I always put it my trust in Allah yes, and sure. I always knew that Allah has written my partner for me. Oh. And I always thought of like if I was to be um if I was hidden under a huge rock yes. in the darkest of nights, it will not prevent my destiny. Sure. And the God of Allah um from how can I say now my yeah. The God of Allah is there. Yes. And yeah. nothing can be from Yes, you're yeah. Allah's God put it out of the end to reach you anyway. Yeah. Basically, it's an inevitable weight. Yeah. It's inevitable when you're going to marry. So, yes. Yeah. Mashallah. Um, to Amber, um, you have an interesting story about an uncle <laughs> that, that said about marrying a stranger. How would you even marry a stranger? Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, so, those are my early days of coming out to my family about being Muslim. And my uncle is very open minded. He's, he's sort of a cave idea. And he kind of turned to me and he said, Just don't marry a stranger. Yeah. And I didn't quite know how to respond to him because it was a fear I had. Um, but now, alhamdulillah, being a bit in, into the dean a bit longer and understanding it, um, I wish I could go back and say something to him because for me it's not about marrying a stranger. Like My viewpoint's changed because in Islam, like you marry for the sake of Allah, you don't marry for warm, fuzzy feelings. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the approach is completely different. Like You're marrying to complete your dean. You're not marrying because you're ticking a box of things that you want in your life. 
Um, and I think once you understand that, you can kind of move past it because it's not about trusting some guy. It's about trusting Allah. And I think that was kind of the mind shift I had to go to. Be okay with the idea of yeah. actually marrying a stranger. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, Nazira, you also have a personal story um, about empowering yourself and getting into hijab. Do you think that empowering yourself over a guy um, to be basically like you are now yourself, you don't have to answer to anybody and you're just going to do this by yourself and it will go smooth or you're in control of your hijab and your destiny and what you think is right? I think it's it's limit, limiting as well as liberating yes. to to take this for this undertaking to be you do it you do it on your own you yeah. do it by yourself uh bit by bit with I mean, you're gonna get people asking you questions along the lines but yeah. um because you do it slowly on your own time and yeah. you maintain doing it for the sake of allah you'll see the barakah yes, coming sure. from yeah. it do you feel empowered? Do you feel better about wearing hijab and compared to I, you not wearing hijab? I do, alhamdulillah, I do. Yeah. The nude definitely shows in studio <laughs> today. Okay, last comments, um, word of advice from each lady, inshallah, to general hijabis out there, non-hijabis, just general Muslims. About, yeah. Um, I say the most honored thing a woman possesses in is her modesty. Yeah. And the most precious thing of modesty is her hijab. Wow, mashallah. And to Amber, what Hi. is your advice to, especially coming from your viewpoint of being a new Muslim, what is your advice to new Muslims struggling? Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, I think it, uh, everything you battle with comes down to how much you trust Allah. Yeah. And the moment you can really just kind of take that deeper faith, um, nothing bad ever really happens. Yeah. You know, Allah's got you. You just need to really learn to trust him. Yeah. And that gets tested. Like, how much do you really trust exactly, Allah? Exactly, yeah. Uh, you have a wonderful support system here, Alicia. Her friend is also in studio. So, what do you also think about support? Do you, I mean, you girls are together in the long run, I guess, and you've been through difficulties together. Do you think that support is needed with hijab? Oh, definitely. I think some people struggle more than others with wearing the scarf. And if you can make the sister understand the importance of hijab and the protection and the way that it's going to change their life forever, the way they see things and the way they perceive themselves, it's it will make a big difference if they can have sure, someone to support them. If it wasn't for all my lovely sisters, well, then I don't think yeah. I would have been as strong as I am yes. today. So alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. for that. Um, Nazira, what is your advice to hijabis, non-hijabis, general Muslims? My advice would be to surround yourself with people who bring you closer to Allah. Okay. Um, because that really is so inspiring. And yeah. Alhamdulillah for even this uh, get-together, this roundtable discussion, yes. it really helps because I initially I didn't have any support. But, oh, okay. you know, yeah. with even organizations like mm. World Hijab Day and yeah. discussing it, it really helps because women... We want to talk about mm. things, but very often we're too shy. Exactly. It's a definitely a sensitive topic yeah. for both sides, hijabi or not. So what do you think about the sensitivity? Like, we don't talk about it too much. Do you think it should be addressed more? I think it should be addressed more um, in terms of the meaning and the purpose of hijab as opposed to the, the way it looks. <laughs> 
um, because the struggle isn't the way it looks. The struggle is yes. we have internal battles yeah. with each other, and so that needs to be addressed yes, first. Definitely. The um, to Amber, there are a lot of social media hijabis out there. The, there's a very famous one that recently just took over hijab, and she's built an empire based on her hijab styling and things. The whole world basically was up in arms while the teenage fangirls, basically. Um, so about the obsession, like, do you think about it's more obsession about the hijab rather than keeping your mind and the deepness behind hijab rather than the superficial materialistic? Um, I think it. the moment you move into a social media space, I think you start contending with a new issue. Yeah. And that's, um, is hijab becoming a trend? Yes. In that instance, instead of it being an act of worship. Yeah, mashallah. So there you have it. Some wise words, thought-provoking comments, and much-needed advice. Shukran to my ladies in studio, Amber, Amber Skitter, uh, Bashira, Nazira, Fakir, and Alicia. Um, for shedding light on an important matter and may you be kept on the straight path while still inspiring many youth out there mm. shukran so much well sadly we have come to the end of our program I have to love and leave you so from me your new host Julia Abrams all I have to say is shukran times a million for tuning in a big shukran to my producer Auntie Zulfa and the technical team behind me today for all my little glitches to all the brothers and sisters out there listening, may you all have the happiest of Eids and fun-filled holidays, inshallah. And lastly, to the youth out there, the young ladies and gents, empower yourselves. Or as in the words of our creator, read, read, read. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.